from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. USA, USA, USA. Nothing? You're not going to cheer with me? (laughs) I was going to say the soccer team won, didn't they? Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, the fact that I'm going to lose my bet. You did. Golly. And you lost it by two, even. Well. You were criticizing my over or under. I should have said one and a half, and I still could have. Well, I didn't win because I didn't bet either way. But I don't gamble. I'm an NCAA coach. Uh, No, honestly, of course... The USA women's soccer team final was today. And if you haven't seen it yet, I haven't, then just turn off the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, it's already been spoiled. We won. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I can cheer for my country no matter what. Right. Um, Let's not start this this time talking about men because the men's draw is horrible. Yeah. Welcome to the Tense Revolution podcast. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Where we concern ourselves mainly with USA women's soccer. Although I will say no one is talking about the two American men that are still in the tournament for good reason. I saw a tweet today that uh, it might have been Wimbledon itself tweeting it that said no one expected or Tennis Singer didn't expect to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then had a quote saying he, you know, he didn't make a reservation long enough to be you know this deep. And then he retweeted that and said uh, more than just me didn't expect it. <laughs> Maybe he can get in uh, Tsitsipas' room or Osaka's. By the by, that is uh, some self-awareness for you right there. <laughs> I appreciate If there's anything I appreciate, it's self-awareness. And well, that's true self-awareness. And I mean, I think that nobody can blame him for that because people are going to say, oh, I mean, you have to have confidence in yourself that you're going to go to. Yeah, you also blah, can't spend blah, blah. an extra $1,000 on hotel rooms every tournament. Yeah, you know. I mean, if he was that confident, he'd be buying caviar and Ferraris. Right. Hey, I'm going to win, you know, three, <laughs> whatever, 10 million, whatever, they, yeah. whatever they're up to. Um, but I told somebody, I said, it's because it's Tennis Sanger, and that's why they're not talking about it. <laughs> that's true. And uh, yeah, only the only indication that he's even in this tournament is how many people are hateful towards <laughs> him for still being in it and hateful to all his opponents who apparently aren't woke enough to beat him. <laughs> but even better, we are guaranteed a quarterfinalist in the men's draw. Yes. That's uh, that's Insanity. even more impressive. Insan- well, listen, to be fair to myself and make <laughs> myself somewhat not wrong. Um, the men's draw was a, has been a disaster. Isner was a pure unknown because he was coming back from an injury. Right. So clearly you're six foot 300, and so you can serve your way through um, – which he has done before, obviously. Well, um, and you did pick Query to beat Team, if I recall. I think you said he's got a good chance hey, there. I don't know if I did or not, but <laughs> don't go back and listen to last week. I did, as far as you know. But you said he's. I not was talking beat... to our fans. There's no chance you're going to go back no. and listen. We know that he's not. You said he's not going to beat two more people after that, which is a valid. It was a valid prediction. <laughs> um, and who could predict either of them? Because they haven't won probably multiple matches in tournament this year. Um, so I don't think. I don't think no well, one's going to hammer you for not any, predicting that. Is there any question that the big three are the only big there is? Yes. Because I don't no, think... No, there's not. I don't think there's a single digit left seed-wise in the in the tournament. Well, and if there was, it, w- it wouldn't matter. It would still be the big oh, three. Simona Halep would have something to say about that. She's not in the men's draw! 
By the way, um, on a technical note, if uh, it's a little echoey on the, I don't know. Our producer said it wouldn't be echoey. It actually does sound a little echoey. But he said post-production it won't be. Oh, okay. I don't believe him. He doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. So. We do a lot of pre- and post-production on this oh, show. Yeah. We don't. No. I email a file, and then it magically <laughs> appears back in my inbox. And then I do put it online and everything by myself. Right. That's impressive. It is. And convert it and put it into YouTube, onto <laughs> YouTube, over to YouTube, yeah. wherever. So what has been... I thought I'd get more credit well, for all that. No. Anyway. <laughs> what has been... By the way, let me, I always forget to check my notes, but one note I took, and usually I look back at these notes and I'm like, because it's like, you know, a week later right? or four days, five days later and a million, you know, that's the tricky part about a weekly podcast as opposed to a daily, you know, some of these fancy podcasts, uh, you know, get donations so they can afford to go to, you know, Grand Slams, um, but our lazy to nothing <laughs> fans can't even share the podcast. But it's like, no, nope. something that was a big story five days ago is not. I know what you mean. Right. But, but something I wrote. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> and five days later, four days later, however many days ago later it was, I'm going to stand by it. Okay. I love me some David Goffin. He's having a great week. He is. Wait for it. The new. Gasquet. I said it. I said it. He's the guy <laughs> he that just, just ruined gonna... all his praise right there. By no, 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 no. Him. Listen, will he ever win a Grand Slam? Yeah, of course he will. Some at some point, these guys have to retire, and certainly, well, Gasquet never did. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. So he's a better version of Gasquet. You know, I was all on the golf fan bandwagon two years ago, and then he just hit a wall and well, he kept getting hurt. Yeah, and what weird, you know, stuff. What I was, what I, more so than Goffin, I'm amazed how nobody under 28 can win an effing Grand Slam match. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. Especially certainly not North American player under 28. Well, we just suck overall. But you would think the entirety. I think people. I listen. We've been saying no, 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 not we, not we. I had to drag you on to this this bandwagon. Your knees are scraped up from trying to hang, you know, stay on the ground as I was dragging you, but. I've been saying weakest era for a while. I think it's becoming undeniable. It's I mean, getting ridiculous. Look at the quarterfinals of the men's, who it's going to be. And I don't think there's going to be a player under 28. There's a couple still left, but though they're not going to win. How about this? There's more players ranked under 28 than are tw- under 28. <laughs> that is is not a true stat, yeah. but I'm just winging it. I don't know. But there's a bunch of no seeds there, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's one thing we both missed. There's as many unseated men as unseated women, which is incredible. It, yeah. That but, never happens. But again, it's because the men suck. I'll tell you who else I like. Hugo Ember. Yeah, he, see, he's young. He's he one of the ones the, that yeah. young, is young, and but he'll lose next round. Zero hype, though. Right. So he just gets to improve and whatever and not have us overanalyzing Every shot he makes. And Goffin, for you know, for all things holy, man, that guy has just had a bad run of luck. Who knows how much more developed he'd be right now yeah. if he wouldn't wouldn't have missed so much time. And that Herc Cox was great, the guy who played <laughs> <laughs> That is how they pronounced it, by uh, the way. But uh, the guy who played Djokovic was great, and he's young too. Um and you know, losing to Djokovic, I'm not gonna get mad at somebody for it. No, him. of course not. But and he got a set. But Felix losing to 
whoever i can't even remember now it was painful catching off lost to Batista. that's marginal um Cici Paz losing to a italian clay court player by the way my daughter thought they were saying sissy pants and uh <laughs> they, th- they, why did they pronounce his name so weird listen i think she's right <laughs> after, <laughs> after that this. match i think she's right well McEnroe, patrick McEnroe kept saying uh sissy Paz, and i was like it's obviously like that c i mean you know how to say that Sitsi. No, I'm American. I don't care about other. <laughs> they should all convert. I'll convert to metric if the rest of the world converts to English. And that's what I used to say about Wawrinka. I said, we'll pronounce his name right when he wins something. Well, then he did win something. Because, uh, you know, it was Vavrinka for 10 years. I got corrected. And then he came out and said Wawrinka. Yeah. And everybody shut up. All right. So Federer is, uh, you know, doing what he does. Djokovic is doing what he does. And no one cares. Right. And Adal's doing what he does. And no one cares. I mean, Songa, come on, dude. That was pitiful. Come on. And Tomic got fined? <laughs> Tomic got fined for... Uh, what was the what were the details on that? Uh, he's a punk. Because oh, you mean... <laughs> he couldn't have... Like, he didn't lose o o and o. Right. So I was kind of surprised when I heard that. Well, I think it's... Um, I don't think it's a done deal. Because typically they only do that if someone like is injured and clearly wasn't capable of That's playing. That's the point of it anyway, right. And so, I mean, I think if someone's lackluster, you can't say they're not trying because then, then there's a lot of players that could have gotten, you know, fine, especially in their last set. Well, he lost 6-2, 6-1, 6-4. Yeah. I mean, 6-4 in the third, he didn't give up. Maybe. But look at the, the, the young players, every final set, Opelka, 6-1, you know, catching off 6-1. It's like they fade away at the end without without a whimper. Now, with Opelka, somebody like that, I mean, we've talked about he's got, you know, the tall man syndrome. Um, but him losing 6-1 is even worse than other people losing 6-1. He'd almost, he almost has to not be trying to lose 6-1. Maybe, but you get to a fifth set and you're 400 feet tall. You know, Did you, you just, believe how much respect he was getting? One answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they kept saying he was the... The only American that has a chance to be top five. And I was like, who have you been watching? You mean Isner's not going to? You mean in the future? No, they said he's the only American, the most likely American to win a slam at, from this point forward. Including like I assume everyone. Right <laughs> everyone on tour. But I I'm see. like, what about his game would make you think that? Apparently, he's really tall, <laughs> I think. He moves better than Isner, they claim. That's why. So are they going to have a new... Um, major tournament on carpet or something we don't know about rubber no carpet's really fast oh there you go very fast are they gonna like play on a gym floor that's the only thing i, I could think of. like what results has he had that make you think that he's the next big thing literally six foot 11 and three quarters oh yeah oh were, that's not a school they that's were all a, about that too like yeah, he's gonna be the first seven foot you know great tennis player no the only chance we have is isner and he's right Fading, fading. I got no more use for this guy. I don't. I don't think any. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and that's and again we talk about the point of this podcast is American tennis, and obviously it's within the context of the whole, and the whole is more important than just the pitiful Americans we have. But man, I'm not going to not be a fan ever, right? But man, it's hard to give a two. You know, well, and is it possible for us to be less excited about two Americans in the round of 16? Because <laughs> we know they've got zero chance to win the tournament. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, 
course, I could say that about 13 of the 16 players that are left have zero per- <laughs> chance to win the tournament. <laughs> I'd say there's only two that have a chance, but that's just me. Probably so. I'm sorry. I've got no chance for Nadal to win, but then again, I've been wrong every step. <laughs> and of we all know that the big story of Wimbledon is Coco, but we're saving that. Who? <laughs> Corey, I mean. Sorry. Coco Vandaway? She's, I thought... <laughs> She's gone away. There's her a new name. There's a new Coco. <laughs> gone away. Got it. <laughs> Got it. There you go, baby. Finally. <laughs> You've been finally, waiting. Uh, a, a contribution to this podcast. And uh, I won't soon. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast <laughs> school has really paid off. So <laughs> it almost sounds like I'm two for two on drops. Come on now. Two for two. That's those, Both of those are good. Yeah. You're not supposed to allude to what you just did. But. And both great movies, too. Yeah. What was that? Uh, that was Willy Major Walker, League, wasn't it? Chocolate Factory? <laughs> um, Augustus. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, it, it... Hmm. I can't be excited about the men's going to week I, two, Let though. me tell you what I was excited about. It, and like you've always said, a local, Dan Evans. Come on now. That was pretty exciting playing Sousa. <laughs> <laughs> what? That sounded sincere. And I was like, well, is he, he can't be serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. But here's the thing about that. The whole crowd was going crazy you cannot tell me that espn is not furious trying to sell espn plus memberships because that was during serena and murray and they did not show five minutes of that match all right so there's something going on there all right yeah okay so yes from the standpoint of they're trying to sell suckers espn plus not tennis fans because if you're a real tennis fan i mean that's a circus and a sideshow right I mean, first of all, I'm against mixed doubles. Number one, how do they pay the women less prize money in mixed doubles than they do the men? No, they don't. No, I'm kidding. Come on now. <laughs> that would be an uproar. That would be outstanding. <laughs> then, then I would be out there. Uh, <laughs> but yes. um, no, I was. So I literally got to Susan Evans. Oh, okay, I got to show a few minutes of this. I'm fast forwarding for like an hour and a half but it was a fantastic spectacle it was but i kept waiting like they're gonna switch over and i'm like did murray and serena not play again because they didn't play the night before right and then they no, no, but see, and I, then i looked up their score and it was done but you're not watching the serene you are only watching it because oh that's peculiar that's different let me take a look are you really really going to take into uh you know your next group lesson in doubles <laughs> I, now, now listen murray and williams are really <laughs> solid blah 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 well i'll put it this way i would have had as much interest in it if it was an exhibition with two random players as i did with this being actually part of the tournament like it didn't matter to what, me dan evans you mean no the oh. murray and serena like they could have been playing right, two so- schmoes off the street it wouldn't have mattered i would want to see it for about 10 minutes and then I'm done. Exactly. So, and, and by the way, Serena will be dropping out of that 100% chance. She's dropping out of that. Oh yeah. If she wins two more singles matches or, or, or before they even start her next singles match, or she'll just tank the next mixed doubles match and they'll lose. Yeah. I don't um, think she'll do that. Well, I mean, she won't, she'll try not to make it obvious. I'll put it this way. There's 0% chance. She's in the two semifinals singles and mixed there's no chance right because she's not going to win in singles so <laughs> on that note we're still talking about men focus <laughs> well yeah serena just kidding ouch. just kidding ouch now sir andy which was such an exciting out- trending topic yeah so outside of the top three so it's clearly the query uh sangren match means nothing to you i mean it means something to me because they're american but the winner will have zero chance 
I guess Query's beaten Djokovic before, so maybe that somehow means something. But um, Well, he's going to play. The winner will play Nadal or Souza. And I have to say, the way Query plays, I could see him giving Nadal some trouble, but I thought that about Sanga, and look how that went. Yeah, but Sanga just didn't care. He really didn't. I was expecting big serves. I was expecting... He should be fined. And I'm not kidding. And I remember when Sanga beat Nadal 11 years ago, that was... I remember being shocked the way that match played out. And I thought, and then they said they hadn't played in 11 years. First time they played at a slam. Wow. And I thought, okay, this and is going to be amazing. Songa didn't kick over a single water bottle? or <laughs> The first time, no. It was before it all did all that nonsense. Wow. But yeah, it was just, I really had high hopes for that match. Because I thought Nadal might have a little letdown. You know, he just beat Curios. Maybe he's going to go into it a little relaxed, which I don't, he never does that. So I don't know why I thought that, but. Yeah. But Song has also beaten Federer at Wimbledon. You're thinking, oh, he's got some game that can give him trouble. I mean, he does, but he just does. Uh, he's he, he's called. It's a career. It's a wrap already. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's just hanging on for you know for whatever reason. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But I, how can you not find him if you find what's his name? Yeah, Tomic. Well, they Tom. probably won about the same number of games. But, I mean, if Songa has a year where he's healthy for the entire year, at best, he's going to be maybe top 25. Yeah. And Man, I had such high hopes for him. Well, they were it was showing that, and my wife saw She's like, gosh, they look so young. And I said, yeah, he was the next big thing. Made the Australian Open final. Yeah. Loses to Federer. And then, Djokovic. Oh, that's right, Djokovic. And then he never made it back to a Grand Slam. Maybe one semi. Man. I know he didn't make a final again. What a bummer. So anyway, so what I was getting at, so we've got the we've got Djokovic against Umber, we got Federer against Berrettini. Either of those matches, I think I th- Umber's young and upcoming, and he can come to the net. No, Does that matter no, at no, all? I'm not seeing any interest. Two two and two in either over of those. under six two six two six two over or under. I'll say over just because it's a grass. He'll get okay. one set. It'll be six four seven five. How about Federer Berrettini two 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 six two six two six two over or under. <laughs> That one, that's more likely in that Ooh. matchup. Berrettini's young-ish, right? Yeah. Kind of up-and-comer. I don't know. I think he is, but... Yes. I was most interested in how they did the... Dude, he's 6'5". Good Lord. Wow. I was most interested in how they did the court assignments. I was really waiting with bated breath to see what they did for uh, tomorrow. Well, I of course, I mean... Listen... I'm not one to cause controversy. <laughs> okay? I, I can't am agree not with that. One to cause controversy. But it seems like in my You play ball like a girl. In, in my humble opinion, it seems like the order of play every day cuz we talked about that which you I'm sure completely ignored. <laughs> well, part of it is you don't have the app. I have the app. So yeah. I can go back and look at order of play. Now, if something happened different because of, you know, whatever. Oh, you can go back all the previous days. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, just download one app <laughs> one time. <laughs> so on center court day one, Djokovic, Osaka, and then Edmund. Duh. Yeah. He's from Great Britain for Pete's sakes. Which, by the way, what percentage of people that go to Wimbledon live in Great Britain? I don't know. Like, I mean, like I'm not sure that the majority of fans are British. So I always think that's kind of interesting. Right. I like, don't know. cause they don't at the U S open, they don't really put Americans on the main court that often, like nearly as often as they do Wimbledon. Right. Uh, well, it, relative to how much they suck. Right. And right. the British players are worse than the American players. So mm, yeah, some, 
I mean, Murray, obviously, I can understand, but... Yeah, but even even the other ones, man. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, so that center court, Djokovic, Osaka, and then, to me, it was a men's match, but it's a wild card, but it's a men's match. And then on court one, Halep, <laughs> Zverev, Ugh. and then Venus. And that was playing Coco. That was playing Coco, which nobody knew what that meant yet. I was actually pretty surprised that was on court one. The first By the game. way, she's like the fifth or sixth or seventh youngest person. You sent that to me. Or something. Well, so. they keep adding more qualifiers. Like, yeah. literally, she was a qualifier. She's a teenager. She's wild card. She was, um, you know, in the qualifying wild card. It's like all these different, trying to make it seem like more of a big deal. Yeah. And it not. is a big deal. but It's a big deal, but it's not. Because Capriati was you know, whatever, 14 or something. Yeah, and made the semis. Well, everybody keeps saying youngest since. When you say since, right. and it's not in the 18s yeah. or the 1920s, it's over to me. Right. If it's in, if it's within the time I graduated from high school, <laughs> then it's not. Right. All yep. right. So anyway, so that was court one and two, and then on the on our courts, uh, center court and one, and then on court two, Vavenka, Wawrinka, <laughs> Uh, Pliskova, the three seed, who lost, and uh, Sissy Pants, <laughs> and then Wozniacki, who, so four matches, so two women's, two men's. Um, so that was even, I guess. And that day is horrible now. There's nobody left on that day, so thank goodness they're all playing the same day, because that day's been bad. Right, so then we have on center court, day two, you've got Kerber. Which is tradition because she won last year. Not this year. <laughs> and then you've got uh, you've got Fetter, Serena, and then Kiki Burton's. So that was men, men women, men's, women's, or ladies <laughs> and gentlemen's. So that was even. And then on court one, Ash Batty, Joe Conta, two women. I how dare you? <laughs> then Nadal, and then Risk. So three women, one men. Ah, how dare you? <laughs> and then we had on court two, Stevens, Query, Sharapova. Who? She retired at 5-0. What was that all about? It's nonsense. No, see, I didn't even know that. I, they turned it away at 5-0. I thought that's because they didn't want to show her getting beaten. <laughs> no, they. I'm sure they'd love it. I don't know. I, it just doesn't seem like now. Yeah. So now... The, I don't think there's been a whole lot of uh, a sexism. Um, Are people or, saying there has been? I don't know, but they always complain about the, you know. Well, and I think it's annoying to only have three matches on center court every day. Well, it's like you got 11, 12 hours. Four on one of them, I think. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. I feel like the center court's always the first one, the last one to start and the first one done. Hmm. And it's it's kind of irritating. Maybe because the the crowd rotations, maybe that adds time to it. They don't have those on others. Maybe I'm just speculating. I don't have any clue. Well, and they have the roof too, which they've hardly used. Well, they haven't needed to use it, but they closed it for Dan Evans, the hero <laughs> of the Brits. Did you see how he lost his match? Uh-huh. I did. That <gasps> oh was my god! It was like one inch above the net. He hit it two <laughs> inches below the net. Oh, my God. And that was about the only point of that match I watched because I was like, please end, thinking that Serena and Andy are coming what up after. a loser. And they didn't. Why? Mm-mm-mm. Anyway. So and see, I don't mind in Australia when they have a match like that because it's on at 5 a.m. Like if it's, you know, Kyrgios or whoever at the time is a top Australian. But it's kind of annoying at Wimbledon where you're at 2 p.m. and you're, you know, that's a good time to be watching, especially on this weekend, holiday weekend. 
and we're watching Evans and Sousa. Uh, Great Britain would have something to say. About <laughs> like, couldn't you have said it's not their holiday? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and by the way, Middle Sunday, just play. Just play so stupid. I hate it. All right. So, although maybe to some degree it's for the grass to get its life together after getting beat down, maybe. I don't know. So we got the one and the two, and then the you know the three, which is Nadal playing Souza. Any trouble there whatsoever? No. no. Okay. And then we don't be tired. We don't care about the Query Sangren match. Nishikori has an easy match, which Ni- should be an easy match. Nah, it's never easy. <laughs> Kukushkin. Yeah, he's had a great tournament. So then we have the the key match to everything. Benoit Pair <laughs> playing uh, Batista Agut, which could be a good one to be honest with you. That really actually could, could be. be. Uh, but you know, because they play so differently. Yeah. Um, then we got Raonic Pella. Boring. Wait a second. Sorry. <laughs> what did I say again? Oh, Raonic Pella. Boring. I don't know why I did it myself when I got the tools right here. And who did Pella just beat? I've already forgotten. It was a long match. Uh, oh, went, no, he beat... Uh, K.A. Yeah. Kevin, the four seed. Yeah, it wasn't a long match. It was Gr- kind of painful. Great seeding, Wimbledon. Well <laughs> done. That was sort of a... Yeah. I mean, they got it wrong. It's funny that no one talked to him because they moved him from eight to four. They got it wrong, but... <sighs> Did they? You know, it was one of those things. Yeah, where it's like, everybody else mm, lost from five to ten. You're coming back. Who knows? Yeah. So and that's um, the thing. They can't factor injuries into seating. So it's like it's hard to get. Yeah. So Roundy's Pell is going to be boring, but uh, Goffin Verdasco could be fiery. That could be a fun one. What I want to know is how does Verdasco make the round of 16 in every slam and he's never seated? I don't know. Like he's always the one who beats <laughs> some seed every tournament. And then he comes the next term. He's not seated. Like, I don't understand how that happens. I think he's busy, you know. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say it's 10 years ago he probably did that. Never mind. I was going <laughs> to say he's busy, you know, running around taking naked pictures on tennis magazine <laughs> covers or whatever. But that was, that was my 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about the match and the men's draw. Well, hang on. So, because so I know you watched it. Out of all those, what do you think? Is that it? Nothing, no excitement whatsoever. I think Goff and Verdasco might be the best match out of all of them. And they won't show any of it, probably, because they'll be showing Nadal and Federer dominate. And I'm, I'm going to check, watch ESPN and see if any of those matches are like free watch ESPN, not just... <laughs> well, remember, that's the day they do two channels normally. Right. They do ESPN and ESPN2. Ooh, and ESPN so. is usually just center court. Right. Which, honestly, for this, I might not even want to watch Center Court because it's going to be... I forget who it is, but I know Federer and Dahl are two of them. Well, I will say that if if ESPN is trying to uh, muscle fans into buying ESPN+, Plus, DirecTV is in cahoots with them. Right. Because the, the extra channels, you know, the 701 Plus, yeah. down, you know, whatever... They had random matches that were awful on those channels. <laughs> In every single match I wanted to see... <laughs> Still Nowhere. wasn't on there either? Nowhere. Well, that's what I asked. Somebody said, I watched Serena and Murray, and I said, how? And they said, 702 or whatever. I said, well, the fact that it was on there and not on ESPN tells me what I need to know. Yeah, that's true. I thought they might have sold it to NBC or something, and I just missed it, but I guess it just wasn't. They didn't want to air it. I don't know. So uh, what match are you talking about, sir? The match I was most excited about in the entire tournament barely happened. Curious tried to give away his first-round match. Oh, wow. And then uh, he made it to Nadal. It's, that's what I'm saying about how that was so long ago. I, I just don't care anymore. Well, I care a little bit about the aftermath because a lot of debate from people I know that 
he should have apologized. He shouldn't have done this. You know, it was pretty interesting. Right. So first of all, under all circumstances, except changeovers, there's nothing wrong with hitting a ball at your opponent. <laughs> so if, if it's within the con now, if it's one of those deals where it, like in doubles and you're returning a ball that's out and it's a little too far yeah. out and you know, and you wail it at the double at the return, uh, the net guy, all right, that's getting close. But outside of that, I I don't care. When I've told everybody I've ever taught, if you're at the net and you get hit by somebody at the baseline, that's your fault. Well, Whether it's 115 miles an hour or not. Well, listen, he was headhunting for sure. Right, and he admitted it after. I mean, he was like, not even correct for him. He was just slapping yeah. it as hard as he could. And now, did he even get him, or did it come off his racket? No, it hit his racket. Yeah. And what I found hilarious about that, and it all said he didn't care that he almost got hit. He cared that it was a dangerous shot. It could have taken somebody out besides him. He didn't care if he got hit. What an idiot. But he said he could have taken a lines person out or a what? ball kid. An idiot. And we were like, and I was thinking, like, you got mad That's because you true. almost got hit and got embarrassed. That's the only reason. That's not exactly. Um, That's stupid. And my whole thing is, if I do that, First of all, you can add up all my forehands in my career. They weren't 150 miles an hour. But if I did that to someone, they, I would apologize, obviously, because I'm a normal person. I don't think Kyrio should apologize because, number one, it wouldn't have been sincere. So why bother? Like, he needs to embrace the persona, like, you know, yeah, if you, if you, Terrell Owens and if Rick you Flair. Try to, and, yeah, exactly. If you try to wreck a ball down the line and you don't catch it right and it goes right, you know, you're trying to hit a passing shot. Yeah. It goes right at their navel. Then you can say, sorry. It was right. a little bit of a mishit. You didn't mean to try to go at them. But even then, I'm just anti-apologizing. Right. Because the bottom line is you are playing a tennis match and it's in the rules. If I hit a lob winner and you fall down trying to get it, I don't apologize right. for hitting a lob winner and you falling down. To me, the only acceptable apology is if you surrender the point. Because then you means you actually are sorry. Right, exactly. And, and that does happen sometimes. You know, somebody makes a bad call or does something or whatever. But right. if he had apologized, I would have been more upset with him. Because I said, he's not sorry about that. He was obviously trying to hit him. Right. He's definitely not sincere. And if he was sorry, uh, he, wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been trying to take his head off in the first place. But I did think it was funny when the guy asked him if he should have apologized. And he said, apologize for what? I was trying to hit him, and I didn't. What's there to apologize yeah. for? <laughs> I apologize to myself. Apologize for missing my target. Um, and I thought Nadal getting upset about it was pretty ridiculous. Like staring him down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't. You're in the heat of the battle, and you that so rarely happens that you can be mad about almost physically getting hit. I don't have a problem with him staring him down. But what's the difference between that in trying to hit them. Right. I mean, you know, you're kind of going outside of the bounds of normal whatever, but I don't care. I think it's great. I'm not, I don't advocate it or not advocate. I just, it's, I'm indifferent. Right. I don't advocate hitting, you know, short dip, you know, forehand passing shots. Yeah. I did, that's part of it. Do that too. Yeah. I mean, I think Nadal should have been upset that he came in on that ball more than right. almost got hit. Oh, and it, now, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Here, here's another scenario that I, I need to tweet or whatever you call it to uh, Kyrgios. If the ball, if you're, if Kyrgios is behind the baseline 
and maybe the volley sailing long, he just doesn't <laughs> catch it right. right, and then he swings out of the air before it lands. Right, the point's still in play. Yeah, it's clearly going. I mean, let's say he's got to get up on the ball. Right. <laughs> it's there's no chance that it's going to drop in, and then he clocks them because you kind of the net person kind of you know doll in this case would have kind of like not been paying attention, dropped his racket and said, "Oh, this point's over," and then he wrecks the ball right, right. in his teeth. <laughs> then I could see there being some uproar. But the, it's a live point, right? And you can only win the point or lose the point. That's it. Those are your two options. And if he's willing to give up a point to try to go at your head, right? Uh, so be it. Duck. Well, and to me, the only—I mean, there's two times you can get mad about someone hitting you that are. I just thought of a second one as I was saying this. But one is if they've got an easy overhead right on top of the net, and you happen to be at the net. Let's say you even turn around and they hit you. I mean. It's still my fault that I hit a crappy lob and they got an overhead to take me out. But, and you didn't run. Right. But there's no reason to hit me in that scenario because I'm, I'm not even attempting to win the point. Like I've turned around. Potentially. I've away. I mean, if it puts you in an awkward position to try to hit in the area of court that they're not in. Yeah. And it's like if you just kind of. But I mean, for a pro, like. Yeah, you know. But even that, have it you would seen still be pros main... miss overheads <laughs> and volleys. Djokovic. Zverev. Um, <laughs> but it would still be my fault because I gave him a crappy lob that was short and easy. Yeah, and it's still a live ball. But the only other it's one that I was going to say. getting closer, I agree, but I still, yeah. The only other one would be if I'm serving to you in doubles and I hit a serve at your partner's chest when he's at the net. I think that happened. And hits, it has. And no, hit, no, no, in Wimbledon. Oh, really? I do believe it did. Uh, that I hadn't heard. I think it was in women's. <laughs> That's funny. I uh, can't remember. Uh, who was it? Oh, man. Can't, we'll, we'll talk about on the women's It side. happened to McEnroe in a famous... Good. World team tennis, the only famous world team tennis moment yeah, exactly. ever. Um, but to me, that would be, you know, a little bit unethical or improper. Maybe. But again, it's still within the rules. So blame the rule. Don't blame the person. Well, and that happens too. also on accident. People miss yeah. wildly on lots of shots. So anyway, um, and it, so yes. So weakest error, duh, everybody <laughs> lost. Everybody Every lost. Every person we were excited about. Showing some improvement. Who were you excited Lost. about? I wasn't excited oh, about him. Oh, yeah, catching no, off. FAA. Tsitsipas. FAA. We knew Zverev, even though he's ranked, two, you know, <laughs> yeah. three in the world. But Four. they all lost badly. That's what depresses yeah. me. If you battle to a five-set loss, I'm okay with that. Now, listen, I will... I said this last week, I think, in terms of the, the, the lead-up tournaments or whatever. Grass is tricky and it's different. Yeah. So, you know, I think I was talking about uh, Feliciano Lopez doing so well, even though it wasn't, you know, it's was a 250. Right. But grass equalizes to some degree. Anytime you throw in a new surface, nobody plays quote unquote grass tennis anymore. And so it can even it out a little bit, but not that much. Not. And, and all the ones they lost to were people that shouldn't be, should be worse on grass. And you mean to tell me that wind didn't affect Djokovic <laughs> against team? Come on! And team loses first round. Yeah, it's, unbelievable. And speaking of another person that gave up, I think team lost like eight or nine games in a row at one point on grass. Explain to me how you do that Mm-mm-mm. against Query, who's not known for returning or moving <laughs> or playing tennis anymore. <laughs> um, Just tall, but yeah, it's what, what. Let me put this. Let's ask. Be more optimistic. What can save the second week for the men's draw? The only thing that's been saving it heretofore, and that's the the the, the big three make it to the semis, and so uh, you know that that that. I mean, a Djokovic Federer final would be exciting because it's been a while since they played. Yeah, but if it falls apart, 
and some of them don't make it. Like only Djokovic makes right. it, and it's like Souza and Djokovic or <laughs> oh, whatever. Then it's like, come on, that's that, just pitiful. Yeah, unless the other guy wins somehow, which would never happen. Right. So it, it at this stage. It's got to be the big three. It has to be. We're too far over the edge that way, right? To to rely on a you know a next gen or a next next gen. Would you put Roundich as fourth out of everybody? Man, you probably I, just because he's made a final before you. Yeah, think but you'd I, have to. Yeah, but you just don't trust him in big spots, and he's no, older, right? Um, and more injured, and he's um, done nothing all year. Yeah, so no, no, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, I think Query'd have a better chance. To be honest with you. Um, I think he only comes out for grass court. He's right. like, he's like uh, the South Americans back in the eighties, except he only comes out for Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, or the Boodles. So anyway, so yeah, nothing. Uh, the big three have to get through and destroy everybody along the way to make this a legitimate. And then at least we can say that okay, the 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 gap, the race is tightening for greatest of all time again. Right. Assuming Federer doesn't win. If Federer wins, that's probably the worst case. For the, just because it's more of the same. Right. Um, you know, if Djokovic gets 17 or Dog gets 19, then it gets really interesting. I mean, look, if I get three out of four and the fourth one being the French Open for Djokovic was in 40-mile-an-hour wins, I'm still claiming victory. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's anyway. So, all right. Well, I think we squeezed everything we could possibly <laughs> squeeze out of that awful men's draw. Yes. So let's uh, move on to the women. Maybe soccer. When we come back. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. Let me start with the USA chance again. <laughs> what we need to do is run through that whole comedy re- routine we did before we started recording, but it'll be empty because we won't meet right. it. What did you say to me when you sat down? Um, I forgot my... <laughs> I don't know how to finish that. Just say it. Oh, I forgot my draws. And I said, oh, you're going commando? <laughs> And don't said, finish the rest. Yeah. Don't finish the rest. It was not safe not for PG. podcast. Um. <laughs> I, it was funny, and I we just don't need to talk. Well, I mean, for the most part, we don't talk, but we don't need to talk from the second we enter the studio, radio silence until we hit record. Yeah, it's like method acting. We, we just come in and everything and uh, make everything fresh. If you think this podcast is good, just think with the five minutes before we hit record. It's incredible. <laughs> Just press record next to my walk in. We'll just start with that. Like a hidden hidden microphone. I don't have enough uh, space on this uh, SD card to wait <laughs> for you to get in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I don't have enough expertise to know how to do that. No, well, that too. Uh, it's a mess over here. This whole situation is a mess. But, but we're moving to a new studio. That's right. Next time this you hear last us. show in the studio. Maybe. <laughs> unless he can't figure out he blows everything up. But right. I am taking this mic you're hearing this beautiful voice on. Will be in the new building, and it's a fine, fine building. I yeah. must say. So, all right, is that enough to talk about women's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start on a negative note when because it's such a such an overhyped week. Coco has beaten nobody. Let me just say that. Does that mean she's not great? No. 
But we don't know if she's great yet. Right. I will unfortunately have to 100% agree with you. And you, sir, don't know anything. So for me to (laughs) validate... Yeah, you're right. No, I I agree 100%. But I'm jaded by Melanie Udan, CeCe Bellis... You right. know, all these Americans that were supposed to be amazing and, oh, look at how much they're doing at 16, 17. Right. And so I'm and, I'm and, tempering my expectations. And no offense to our beloved V. Will. Right. I mean, you know, but yeah, you're exactly right. 100% agree. Um, now, is it exciting? Definitely. Uh, apparently all of the UK and all of Florida, I guess where she's from, <laughs> and all of ESPN can't get enough of it um but yes i am not like wow this is the second coming right of serena or any great player not yet right now i have real reservations about her against Halep because she doesn't hit any winners and how are you going to beat Halep if you don't hit any winners you're not going to do it by doing what Halep does yeah i don't think that's the case that's what worries me now, how it could mentally, you know, have issues and yes. there could be that. But my, my guess is the crowd will be for Coco 198.9999%. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, those two people from Romania that live <laughs> in England will. Tyriac. Jan Tyriac. <laughs> Talk about woke. Um, but yeah, I'm not trying to act like I'm not excited because I am, but I'm just like, let's not predict her to win the tournament. Well, yet. It, it, it's something we do not have on the men at all and it's something that we're probably overhyping a hundred percent but it is there is i don't know what the percentage is zero hope on the men 100 percent hope from the commentators losing their minds (laughs) right what percentage is it in reality i don't know but there is hope and that's fun well and we have other americans too so there's yes but yeah, it makes me wonder what they're going to show on TV because they're definitely showing that every minute. I can't imagine they wouldn't. But yeah. it's also going to be going on during Federer, so that's a really tough for them. Yeah. That's why, I mean, if they do the two-channel thing, that obviously helps, but... So here's what we have on Center Court Monday, Manic Monday, tomorrow, or right now if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> today. Um, court, uh, Center Court, first match, Nadal-Souza. Half, half the crowd's going to be there for that. Yep. Right now, although it might fill up because they're getting ready for the second match on center court, and that's Kanta Kvitova, and, and that's going to be the last British player taken out. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> uh, you never know, man. You never. Well, know. you never know in the women's, but Kvitova is my pick to win the tournament right now, actually, which and means the, she'll definitely lose. Yes, Federer, Berrettini. After that, so then those uh, could be three blowouts on center court. I think the the both men's could be. I, I man, I just don't. Mm, I'll, I'll, it'll be wrong, but I don't. <laughs> I I think that Kvitova Conta match will be the best match by far out of yeah, those three I by agree. far, and I think it'll be a good one, uh, or has the potential to be a good one. So then you've got uh, on court one, the queen herself, Serena on court one, not on center. court. I think she's only been on center court once in four yeah, matches. Well, so what? She's eleven. <laughs> um against Navarro, Suarez Navarro. And then you've got the second match is Halep Golf. So that match will be lined up with Great Britain, uh, Kvitova, which doesn't affect our TV. Nobody cares about. Yeah, so here whatever. they'll show that for sure. Right. So they're hoping that Nadal takes a while and that Conta, you know, takes right. a while so they don't have to 
overlap because Halop golf could take a while because right. it's Halop. But I think you're right. I think the road for golf ends to uh, on Monday. And by the way, that doesn't mean that she's not going to be number one in the world. Correct. In three, two years. Correct. But, yeah, she's 12, dude. Relax. But, so then you've got uh, so on court one, the third match of the day following what can follow Coco Golf? I don't know. How about Djokovic Umber? And that's of the six matches you've listed, probably the least. I mean, I guess I, I mean, it's more interesting than at all. Sousa, I guess. But yeah, I think so. But uh, it's only interesting if that guy puts and, up a fight. And it's more interesting than Federer Berrettini, in my opinion. So then you've got on court two, you've got Ash Batty against Risk American. And where's the uproar for number one in the world being on court two? Yeah. I'm a little surprised by that, to be honest. Mm, yeah, but she's playing risk. I think the yeah. the you know the golf factor is too much, and then the conta factor. I mean, she's right. UK, I, and they have to, and they want people to buy all the stadiums too. You got to have somebody right. in every stadium that's right. of interest. So we've got uh, so in court two, we've got Ash Body against Risk USA, and then we've got Pliskova and whoever this is uh, Mukova. <laughs> And then we've got Nishikori Kukushkin. And then this is a barn burner. I think it could be. We'll never see Clary it. Clary and on- Sanger in court 24. <laughs> no, they, 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 had to, they had to catch a cab to the Boodles. They're going to play it there. Uh, court three, Svitolina and Mar- uh, Martik, I think, could be a good one. And then we've got um, my match of the men's fourth round, Guffin Verdasco, and then you're getting a little sleepy. You want to take a nap. Roundage Pella rounds out. See, I, I would take Guff and Verdesco on court one or two compared to some, maybe not one, but two for yeah, sure. I think so. Like you said, I mean, those are people. Yeah, I mean, Query Sangren have to be on court 50 for sure. Yeah. And so does uh, Strakova and Mertens. Right. Uh, they're both on court 12. And then, um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's just not, and I don't even think they'll show Query and Sanger and even though they're both American right. I mean they'll go in and out of it a little bit but I don't think they're going to show much of it I agree so on the women's so anyway you're supposed to be talking about women you <laughs> so on the women's side you know the American factor with Risk Barty and she's number one and this is her favorite surface and she can do everything so to me you know we've all we've talked about this you you've made this great point before <laughs> sorry <laughs> hold on I'm going to take a break that hurt and sick uh, you made this point is that you you can Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably sexist. But you you can identify with the women's game more uh, than you can just bang, bang, bang guys, you know, just big shots and whatever. Um, and well, for, with Herzog's game especially. <laughs> and for that reason, uh, you know, I think look, watching Ash Barty, she's got more of a chance to do all those things, uh, to come in and, you know, you know play a, right. all, all style, a lot more slice. Although Evans and Souza were slicing their faces off. Well, and I say this for once, not to be self-deprecating, but I can't relate to a point that goes three shots. Right. Like a serve, and then I put away the yeah, second ball. You never make it three. I know. It's <laughs> tough. It's tough. But the Does women's... double faulting count as two or one? <laughs> but women's rallies are longer than men's rallies. Sure. Certainly at Wimbledon. I guess you would think so. So... Yeah, I don't think I need to look that stat up to verify. It's pretty obvious. But so for that aspect, and even somebody even said that to me this morning. They said, I can't relate to 125 on our serve. You know, so I, I get that. And so that's what I mean. The women's game is much more nuanced, which I love. I loved watching Coco and Herzog. I think that only, uh, I think that's 
Maybe it, to a small degree, I agree with you, especially when you get up above six six. But it's not right. I don't think any women out there are six six. I mean, in, on the tour, of course, yeah. women are six. <laughs> um, but why do we have to run down the men? That's so <laughs> sexist. So, but I think just for the Ash Barty factor, that would be, and the fact that she's playing an American. Uh, there's some interest to that, but I don't expect that to be a close one, to be honest with you. Well, I think that because that's court two, it'll probably start an hour or two before center court, so that'll probably be what they kick off the coverage with. Maybe we'll see some of it. And then, if re- you know, what they like, what ESPN loves to do is sort of like they did in the election, when, you know, whoever you're wanting to win is ahead or even, you'll show it, and then as soon as, you know, somebody pulls away that two you don't hours, want, they actually. go away. Two hours earlier. Okay. Yeah. So that match could be, will be over before the center court starts. Right. But like if, if Barty's up 6-1, you know, 3-1, they'll go to something else. Yeah. If Risk makes it interesting, they'll they'll keep it there. They don't like to show their fan favorites lose, you know, badly, which is understandable. So as we mentioned at the French, these seeds are dropping like flies on the women's side again. And I, and I mentioned that we may be slipping towards too much variety yeah well there's more top seated men out than women out but for the women it's every tournament barely though yeah it's pretty close there it's i think it's like six to five but like you said in the women's it's a little bit more of people were excited about up and coming when the men it's just sort of random guys that made it through yeah um so, you know, Halep really has a golden opportunity. Um, you know, the two seed being gone. But uh, I don't see... I mean, the Conta Kvitova match, I think, would be probably competitively, maybe, right, the best one. And who's Serena playing? Uh, Navarro. Suarez oh, Navarro. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that would be a really bad loss for her. Yeah. Now, Serena has a way of making matches close for right. some reason. Um, but other Wait. than it, to, but to me, it's not a close match if you lose a first set six four and then win one and one. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, Serena kind of gets out there and gets her life together, and then oh yeah, that's right. I'm way better than everyone. <laughs> yeah. The first set is always tumultuous. I know somebody mentioned. I think it was Mary Jo Fernandez or something mentioned said she. She should go out and play a set before she comes out to the court for yeah. her first match. I will. One thing I that she she said similar to that. She said the longer the match goes, the better for Serena. I don't agree with that. Well, I know what she's saying. Yeah, not if it's a seven six six seven seven six long match, right? And not in the context of a tournament, right? Because you still got to make it, you know, right. fourteen days. But she means she needs the time to, to, to right. get her life together and warm up and and get motivated but i think we've passed the era of serena where she gets better as the tournament goes on agree like look at the last six seven to that has not been the case right she's now in the sharapova era where every match Why she goes in with are a different anti-mother <laughs> unbelievable i had somebody yell out in a drill recently they said i have children i wouldn't lie about that line call uh are you calling me a liar it was hilarious we were laughing it was hilarious uh of course, a lot of people didn't get it, but we were a lot of us were laughing. It was so funny. Why don't they listen to this podcast? Exactly. Yeah, I guess if they don't like you on the court, they won't. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> I know I don't. 
Um, on or off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it. But Halep at golf is the only must-watch match, in my opinion. Well, Halep golf, I think is I think I think Conta Kavitova for number one. That's your pick, but also Conta has just been rounding into form lately. Yeah, she beat Son Stevens again, and uh, you know there are nerves. Obviously, your home slam adds to that tremendously. But at the same time, to have an entire stadium, you know, cheering for you, except for the three people from the country of whoever you happen to be playing. you can't underestimate the lift that can give you. Well, I remember our old uh, criteria for a great slam. Yours, but yeah. Yes, you have local. the, well, you agreed. You have the local. I wasn't listening. <laughs> you have the local favorite doing well. You have the young up-and-comer, you know, doing well. I think the third one was just big names making it deep in the tournament. And we've got all three of those going into Not Monday. as many big names as we should. Right. Um but and not yeah, as many hometown favorites either. And by the by, well, that's never going to happen in the UK. No, uh, or or in the men in the US, <laughs> um, or the French, or anywhere. Um, what was I going to say? Golly! <laughs> oh, Ash Barty. Yes, she seems to have a handle on the pressure. Or at least she says she does. Whereas we watch Osaka, disaster. Just a disaster. You can see it Ugh. from the court. To the press conference, to I mean, she had to leave the press conference because yeah. she was about to break down. Which I I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying that's where she's at. She was able to overcome all that to get to number one in the world, to win two Grand Slams, yeah, and our two majors. And um, it doesn't seem watching at least on court, right? Watching um, Ash body. That that's not bad. That uh, that she doesn't suffer from that same issue, you know, and so, and she's got one under her belt on a, on a surface she hates, right. i.e. the French. And Wimbledon is Ash Barty's favorite surface, so I'm not going to crown her yet because we certainly we not me they the they certainly crowned Osaka, and now they're doing the same thing with Ash Barty. Oh, she's going to be around for a long I know. time. Well, and I did that too with Osaka, which well, I'm listen, not usually one that does that. Osaka certainly might be around for a long time, right? On the planet, <laughs> you don't think she's staying at the top? And no, by at the top, I, think I mean top five. Pretty, I think she lives a pretty healthy lifestyle. She probably eats a lot of fish. It's good omega threes. <laughs> but how can you? And you're losing in first rounds. The pressure is is affecting her now. I don't know. Maybe her dog got hit by a bus. I don't know. If I have to remind you, I don't know these people. And by the way, didn't, didn't we just jinx Keys saying she hadn't lost early in a tournament in like the last 10 you or did. 12 and then she you loses did. early. But I'm saying like you look at all the great players, Federer and all Djokovic, Serena, they never lose in a first round or second round ever. That's just like the one thing they don't do. Outside of retiring. Yeah. And I don't mean career, but... Well, even yeah. then, I don't think Nadal, Djokovic, Federer ever Probably not. have. But like, I mean, they have, but like one out of 50. And that's been consistently the problem with the women for the last 10, 12 years. Ben Halep loses the first right. round. Wozniacki loses the first round. If one, Kerber, if one were to gamble, and I am not saying I endorse it, <laughs> if one were to gamble, then yes, taking the odds on Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, where it's like you got to bet, do- bet $50 to win a dollar, hey, Win a dollar. Right. It's worth it. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how odds work. but No, that's probably about right. I don't know if it's 50 to 1 or 1 to <laughs> five, Whatever it is. But, yeah, you're not. it's not going to be a tough 
dollar. I mean, risking a lot. When even when Federer lost that set, you know, in the second round, it was that was like crazy for him to even lose a set. Right. I think they said it was only the second time he lost a set in the second round. Well, that's what happens when you win a first when you play first set so close, no matter what. Right. And then win one and one every now and again, somebody will clip one from you. Well, when what I was going to say about Osaka, and you would know this more than me, but sure, definitely <laughs> everything. Yep. But don't like how can she have confidence? And I don't mean because she's losing, but I mean since she's dropped her coach, she hasn't won any meaningful match whatsoever. So doesn't she have to be thinking in the back of her mind? Oops, I was winning because of him, and she, now I can't win without him. I'm sure she's thinking a lot of things. Just like if I play doubles with someone and we win all the time, and then I go play with someone else and we lose, well, I'm going to say, okay, well, when I play with this guy, I win all the time. Well, Obviously, were, he's the reason I win. When you were winning, it was never you. <laughs> and when you lose, it's certainly you. Even in singles, I don't get the credit. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she... But you know what, though? I mean, you don't... Well, well to be fair, this is still different no matter what. But she's had pressure throughout her career at various levels when you're 12 and 14s and you know 18s yeah. yeah it's not the same as Wimbledon you know first round pressure right and on you know the center court but neither are you you're not that player yet either you're still 16 right and you're trying to be number one and you know I don't where was she in Florida I mean, yeah. I know she's the first whatever, but she's in Florida. Wherever she was at, she's still competing and trying to do things, and there's pressure. So it's not the first time she's felt these things and questioned, I'm sure of it. Right. Now, again, in case you missed it, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> not any of them. Yeah. Not even our one-time follower, Yanina Wickmeyer. I don't know her. <laughs> she's gone. She lost, by she the way. She did win a first round, though. She did. Yeah. Um, but this is not the first time she's dealt with us, I'm sure of it. Now, of course, this level, you know, magnifies that, you know, tenfold right. or more. But it's it's simply an outgrowth of, hey, the, it's funny. People gave her so much credit for handling the Serena debacle. That might have helped her, right. man. I mean, she might have been just like, wow, the spotlight's off me. She's over there acting like an idiot, and I can just hit winners. Thank goodness. Well, I think that's potentially could help a lot of these women in the draw with all this cocoa, you know, pandemonium is they don't, nobody's paying attention to them. Right. Or at least they have that sense, right. which is good. And that's but, all that matters. And I'm not trying to act like Osaka's coach is the reason she won. I have no idea how, how no, no, you're, you're, you're like, where's her head at is what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I'm with you, but, I, but no, I, I think that's, you're saying that and it, like, it's the main thing she's thinking about. No, no, no. I think that's part of all the things she's questioning all of it like should i even be playing this sport? right and i'm not joking that's really what she looks like when she's it's a, playing it's a tough place to be for her and it's terrible and to be honest with you hey if you're out there Osaka, call me uh call in uh i can help you maybe <laughs> yeah I, I it almost looks like she just needs a break like not play the next three four weeks play a week or two for the open but i mean imagine if she flames it on the open i mean she's going to drop out of the top five that quickly yeah after being number from number one to out of the top Ooh, five, tough, 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 tough. It's uh, you gotta be a shark out there, man. It's tough, tough business. Winning, winning's the only thing that matters. That makes it a tough business. Yeah, it's. Well, and there, and we always everybody says this the cliche. There's nowhere to go but down once you're up there. You know, it, uh, it's harder to defend those points except Federer <laughs> and Djokovic and Nadal. Yeah, Federer's as good at 37 as we always say. It's incredible, <laughs> but. 
He must be, uh, man, I wish we had a sponsor, like one of those, like for hymns or whatever, all those kind of, if we had one of those sponsors, that'd be so great because we'd have that drop for Federer all the time. I would be curious. Well, Curios thinks they're doping, so. Who do you think, yeah, who do you think is the odds on favorite right now for the women? I mean, I still think it's Ash Body. I mean, that would make sense. I, I think on grass, if it's her favorite surface, plus she can play all those styles, and I don't think she's afraid of anybody. So if she wins against Risk and Williams wins, uh, I, she's not worried about Serena. Um, she'll she'll say, oh, it's such an honor to play. She's the GOAT and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fine, but you're still going to beat her. So they've got Barty is number one. You were right. Pliskova, a little surprised by that. Well, they heard you pick that. <laughs> And then Serena and Kvitova. Halep, not there yet. Halep is fifth. Coco is eighth. Wow. Which I'm a little surprised Mm. she's not better than Well, remember, what is their job? To get into your head. Right. Not you, because you're an expert, but get into the betting public's head and say, wow, all this hype. Because if if nobody would have said the word Coco, she wouldn't be that high. Right. And by the way, most popular bet, Coco. Of all Suckers. the, uh, and she started twenty-seven to one. Now she's twenty-five to one. So, wow. I mean, even twenty-five to one—that's a pretty big payoff if you win. But again, I mean, the—I I would say it's even less likely for her to win the tournament than twenty-five to one. So hey, listen, if I uh, <laughs> give you ten bucks, can you uh, <laughs> kidding? Fly over to see. fly over to England. No, to Vegas. There um, you go. So anyway, Oklahoma. Yeah. So uh, let me just look at the men. What about for, you? Well, what about you? You think Ash Barty as well? I'm taking Kiv- well. I mean, oh, you've got. Kvitova. I said Kvitova, but I haven't analyzed the draw that closely to really see. Yeah, apparently forgot to wear them. <laughs> Some men's. We already know the top three. We don't even need to say those. Yeah, I'm Djokovic all the way. Which so they do have Roundage fourth. Loser. That just t- shows you who's left. Query fifth. That and really query, shows you sixty left. to one. You bet ten dollars, you can win six hundred dollars. Wow. wow! And Djokovic, you actually make less than you bet if you bet on him. Wow, that's unreal. And then tennis Sangren, Kukushkin, and Sangren, a thousand to one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun just to bet a dollar. It's probably right. minimum. I mean, but that's how sad the the. Uh, and by the way, most popular bet is still Djokovic, even though he's making less money than you bet. Yeah, it's still the most popular bet. And that's the thing, like, that's what I hate about men's tennis. I know this is a women's segment, but you... Typical. It's not, There's no drama whatsoever because it's not even happened once where somebody crazy has won. Right. Like, not once in the last 15 years. When Del Potro and Chilich, while Rinka won, they were top five or six seeds. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was still a surprise, but... We've had some... Sorry, we've hit, had some cuckoo birds get to the final, but they've had no chance. Right. No chance. And that's why I don't want that to happen here. Like you said, if it was a, it's a Djokovic, you know, Sousa final, it's like, that would be <laughs> awful. I mean, that would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> or even last year, Djokovic Anderson. I mean, look how bad that was. Benoit Pair, that's my pick. I mean. It's not my pick. But he is someone that if he was just on. If, if he, do you ever see that movie, 50 First Dates? 
I, I I know a lot about it, but I've actually never seen okay, it. Okay, well, spoiler alert. It came out in the <laughs> 70s, I think. No, it was like 90s or something. Right. I don't know when it was. But it was Adam Sandler and uh, what's her Drew name? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, from Firestarter. Yeah. <laughs> that her was E.T. and Firestarter. That was from the 80s, by the way. So Drew Barrymore, and she had been in a car accident and had this type of amnesia. <laughs> where realistic storyline. Uh, yeah. So where you, uh, you only remember what's happened before the wreck right and and so each day like the next day you you'd have your day but then you'd forget and you'd be back to square one and uh if benoit pair had that and each match he played he woke up the next morning and forgot who he played oh i'm playing this guy in the first right. round and he thought every match was the first round yes he could win it <laughs> seriously i thought you were gonna say the comparison you were gonna use was when the person shows up to play him, they have no idea what they're going to get. Oh, yeah, because he yeah. is a different player every match. Oh, they, then this, one of the commentators said, "It's pretty amazing that someone can be in the round of sixteen at Wimbledon that has a horrible forehand." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought that was really funny. Um, but they said, and somebody said, "Oh, he's actually been hitting it at a, a mediocre to average level this tournament." Um, oh, like he's up, right? That's fantastic. But I mean. I guess he's just controlling the pace of the points, so they're not able to just attack his forehand every time. And everybody's so ingrained to attacking the backhand, too. Well, it's not horrible to the level of right. horrible. It's not like he misses it every time. So, anyway. But anyway, back to the positive of Coco. It's really cool to have people talking about tennis that don't normally talk about tennis. I mean, that's always the best benefit of something like this. Because Serena wins, nobody's going to talk about it. Federer wins, nobody's going to talk about it. But if she keeps going... Yeah. It's going to stay in the mainstream. And, and, you know, again, that's the only thing that can get the men's, you know, right. <laughs> going after Because we're on the precipice. As soon as the big three retire, we're going to need a bunch of Coco Golfs to get crazy right. and have these crazy stories. Otherwise, we're in big trouble. At least on the women's side, that's an added piece to right. the whole puzzle. So, no chance for her to win. Do you think she's going to get past Hallop? I don't. I don't either. I Like, badly. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, again, it's just a style matchup. They play similarly, but Halb's going to be more consistent. You know, she's going to be just a, just more offensive also. Every time I've seen Coco, well, every time anybody's seen Coco, three matches, she plays a, def- a consistent defensive game, and she needed errors. She really needed errors to win, and had Herzog not imploded, she wouldn't have won that match. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, she has some big serves occasionally. If her serve was just super, super on, and I again, could maybe see her winning. She's got, um, you know, she's fifteen, so right. you're not. And you she's know, hitting one seventeen, one fifteen at fifteen. Yeah, you're not. It's not like you're crushing her. Like this is it. You right. know, this is all she is. And it, she's it, playing the number seven in the world. Yeah, which is really better than that. Right. I do think that. Like you said, it's a potential Hallett, potentially, because she even said after her last match, that's the best match I've played all year. Well, that's like setting yourself up for failure the next round. Right. Um, so that that part does concern me. All right. So on the bottom half, or so on the top half, I've got Barty, as I mentioned. And I'm trying to steer this back to women because you're such a <laughs> sexist. Um, so on the top half, I've got Barty, Batty. Um, and that means including getting past Williams, including getting past Kvitova uh, or Kanta. I would love to see her play Serena. And then, yeah. And then on the bottom half, you, I mean, you're picking Pliskova, so. No, Kvitova was my. Oh, that's right. Uh, Pliskova's who they picked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, Halep, Pliskova are the top two seeds, and then Svitolina's the eight. I mean, top two as in yeah. the three and the seven, and then Svitolina's the eight. When you, I mean, I can understand why Pliskova's the second or third favorite. You're not picking Yastrzemska? She's actually yeah. a teenager, but again, she's from another country, so nobody talks about her. But she's a teen. I mean, there's a couple teenagers in there that could also make a run. She's just a little more traditional path. She's been on the tour all year yeah, and getting better. But yeah, I mean, Pliskova, they're saying, is the best player not to have won a major at this point. I would say Svitolina's in that category too, but so hopefully one of them makes the final. That would be interesting. Yeah. But I don't like the way Pliskova plays. I don't like watching her that much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, it's still tennis. <laughs> I, but I think Halep, I think, is going to get through. That's my pick. That whole half? Bottom half, and then... Barty and Halep? Batty and Halep. That would be good. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Contrasting styles. Well, and we so. joke, and, it's, and it would be two legitimate top-ranked players in the final, which yeah. the opposite of the problem the women have, that's what they need. The, the men have that too much of that. Except this tournament. Right. It's, it's pitiful, so... All right, have we given exactly equal time to the men and women? <laughs> Well, we didn't give equal time to the doubles. We'll talk about the doubles draws next. <laughs> the, the good thing is Murray lost in men's doubles, so we don't have to hear anything about men's doubles anymore. Yeah. I don't even know if the Bryans are playing. Who? They are. I don't know where they're <laughs> They at. hadn't just, shown any of them. Listen, I just don't care about doubles. I'm sorry. It's it. Well, and they play three out of five, which is so dumb. Because nobody cares. It's, right. Get rid of doubles. It's to fill up court space is honestly the only reason, I think. It's to sell more tickets, fill up at more stadiums. Point, at this yeah. point, yeah. In smaller tournaments, it's the opposite. It, right. It's a hassle. Yeah. But you have, you know, they should treat it like the backdrop. If it rains, they just cancel doubles. <laughs> just get rid of it. And I mean, the, the amount of money Murray and Serena would win if they won is literally like me handing you $10. It's nothing to them. To the, they, yeah. They don't, I mean, it means nothing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that part of it's a joke. They really should be getting bonus money for just drawing attention to that draw. Pay that man his money. Yeah, I I go back and forth. First of all, mixed doubles, I'm, I'm done. Please, please get rid of it everywhere. Now, we'll do some mixed double stuff in practice sometimes. Right. Fun. Yeah. Which tells you, oh... Maybe it shouldn't be in the Grand Slam, uh, you know, right. rotation. Uh, and it's nowhere well, it else. It should be like that Legends doubles thing. Just have it for fun. Make it an yeah. exhibition. And like I said, put Murray and Serena against, you know, Barty and Kyrgios and the, let it be an exhibition match. The only the argument that I could take is that back in the olden days when the money wasn't huge and everybody played everything. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's it's a chance for somebody who's top ten in the world who's not making you know uh, hundreds of millions of dollars like they are now. It's a chance for them to rake rake in some extra dough playing you know men's and mixed or right. women's and mixed, and at least it sort of justified itself because wait you're able to keep a, a top fifteen player or whatever really you know going so to yeah. speak. Uh, and I don't know how accurate all that is that I just said, but it seems <laughs> seems like that was more of a reason than than it is now. Well, I, because nobody plays in any of it. I will say I do believe it or not get a fair amount of texts saying like, "Hey, where can I watch doubles at Wimbledon?" And regular double, not mix. You mean regular doubles? Yeah, I mean they don't specify, but I assume they mean regular. They definitely don't mean mix. But get rid of it. But um, and then 
as far as the attendance to the actual matches at the tournament itself, that must they must get a decent turnout. But in terms of TV, they're getting zero, like literally zero. Well, the Bryan brothers are a draw for right. sure, but they've got a unique situation. I mean, they're the best ever. Right. Um, and they bring a level of enthusiasm uh, and showmanship on the court that makes it appealing. Almost everyone else is just out there slugging along playing doubles. Right. And so you at the U.S. Open, I remember. I mean, the, the court they were on was packed. Well, they've almost got to make it where every seed is required to play one doubles event. Either doubles or mixed. You choose. Somehow. And then... But again, how are you going to do that? I mean, how You're can you, you can't? That would have to be part of some big agreement, which would never happen. Right. But because then people are going to say, oh, I didn't get a chance to see Federer in singles yesterday, but he's playing doubles today with somebody. So, of course, if Federer's on the doubles court, people are going to see it just because it's Federer. Or even if it's, you know, Halep or Wozniacki, you maybe get some attention. Well, there is something to be said for the fact that you're watching one of the greatest players in the history of the game. And they may not be the greatest, quote-unquote, doubles player, but clearly their skills lend themselves to being an elite doubles player just because they can do some of the things. But at the same time, somebody like Federer, who's got an all-court game, he very well could be the greatest doubles player of all time. Um, But as it stands, the Bryan brothers are, and there's no chance that's the case. There's well, no chance that's the case. Well, and I'm 100% serious when I say this. If you said that there's a doubles match of badminton with Federer and, you know, Serena against Venus and Nadal, that stadium's going to be full. And it's not because people care about badminton. So Is that's a shot at badminton? <laughs> no. I'm saying that... I support all racket sports. <laughs> I'm saying that people are going for the people that are playing it, not because it's doubles. Except paddle tennis. <laughs> Which is which is kind of popular in Dallas, unfortunately. I don't know. Well, if it is, get me somebody on this podcast if you know anybody, so we can do an interview. Because I don't even know what it is. I really don't either. But it just makes me sad that doubles isn't bigger. But at the same time, I don't want to watch it. I do want to watch doubles in and of itself. I just don't want to watch the awful players that are right. playing. It. That's what I mean. And so if man, because and and no, don't give me Laver Cup. Nobody <laughs> cares. Don't give me Hopman Cup. Nobody cares. I it, certainly don't give me world team tennis. Really, nobody cares. Um, it, if they had, if somebody like Indian Wells, who seems to do a good job, if they could just sort put together some kind of agreement with, you know, whatever, that everybody got double the points or something, something, you know, where you get additional right. bonus points for singles or something. Well, I was going to say, what if they next year said, Equal prize money, singles, doubles, mixed. Do you think that makes any difference? Like the winning team in mixed gets $3 million. It would for the 25th through 50th right. player who... It's not going to change Federer, Serena's not, but preparation. No, but, no, no, no. But they're already multi-hundred right. million. That's what I mean. They don't need to. But, but if they started and they were 110 in the world and that was the thing... Then maybe. Right. Then maybe. Yeah. Because, I mean, then you're talking about someone mathematically could win $6 million in one tournament. I'm telling you right now, if Federer came on and said, you know, I'm about to wrap up my singles career and 
Djokovic might clip me in, in Grand Slams, but I tell you who won't. That's the Bryan brothers. I'm right. coming for you in doubles. <laughs> and and him and Warinka are somebody he's played, you right. know, he's got a relationship with because um, they won gold. And he played doubles only? Yeah. Come on. Come on, son. That would be that would be amazing. And that would... If he was taking it seriously like that and was training and all the rest of it, right? I, doubles would skyrocket in popularity because, again, we've said this before, everybody that watches tennis plays doubles, not singles, almost everybody. Right. Well, and you, to me, you can't expect those top players to play both because, like, Serena had to play mixed doubles the other night after she played single. And then, you know, Monday, she would have, she's going to have to play two matches, I'm sure. So it's just, it's, prohibitive to your or counterintuitive to your singles to be playing more tennis you know during the week especially as it gets later in the tournament you know if you have a rain delay it's just it doesn't uh it doesn't make sense they almost yeah they almost have to do it like we've talked about separately which you know but then i don't know that any big players have played either well and let me tell you something else let me tell you why doubles isn't another reason the Bryan brothers are more popular than other doubles and why women's doubles won't be as popular because they play one up, one back. And that's yeah. the most boring version of doubles of all time. I don't like yeah. watching it live yeah. when I'm coaching it. I don't like watching <laughs> it on TV. The Bryan brothers are bouncing around. and you, They're at the net as right. much as possible. Now, you know, you're playing against someone with a big serve. You're pushed back. I, I get it. It's tough. It's not like it was in the 80s where those serves are coming in and you can just block it back and float right, right. on in. It, it's a different game. But... Um, but yeah, that's one of the untold stories of of you know kind of a downfall in tennis, and that's that no one cares about doubles. Well, and I think they'd have a better chance if they made doubles like the first four days of the tournament. Just played up, play the whole draw, first four days, you know, pro sets, two rounds a day or whatever. Hmm. And I mean, the problem with that is you're still talking about multiple matches in a day. Which if somebody plays a five set singles match, they're not going to want to go out there and do doubles. Plus, you probably don't have the court space either on the first four days. Yeah. But I just think that... I think you... I mean, it'd be tough, but you could tweak it with the off day in a Grand Slam. Right. Or make it the Saturday, Sunday before the Slam all the way to the semis or something. Yeah, and if you're at the Boodles, you just can't play. <laughs> there, I mean, there's got to be a way to do it. And who knows? Maybe we don't know. Maybe well, these saving, Slams... Saving doubles is a, a great topic and we shall save it for when there's no tennis but uh anything else on the women of course not you don't care <laughs> i think barty's locked in at number one right no matter what happens at this point i don't know as far yeah i'm pretty sure you're um, in, you know you're in's only thing i care about right well i mean it's nice to have on your resume that you got to number sure. one yeah and but besides that yeah, yeah but you're you, the person you took it from can't and plus i think the out ones of the first round in contention are already have already been number one so they don't care yeah Oh, but no, man. we we as usual we are way more excited for the women week two than the men. Maybe uh, again, it's it's. I will say it's leaning the other way because there's so much carnage. Um, and if it's Djokovic, Federer, I mean, even even Nadal, Djokovic on grass is a little bit unusual. So I mean, the final can be interesting no matter what. And in the context context of the greatest of all time, it can be interesting. Yeah, the only way it won't be if it's a big three and a nobody. Right. And the nobody gets crushed, which is what will happen. Sure. I mean, if Query loses in five sets, Djokovic, yeah, maybe that's great, but it's still Djokovic won Wimbledon. Like, right. That's what we all thought was going to happen. Right. So, all right. 
No corner? Good. No. I'm going to stop asking that because clearly <laughs> you don't do anything for this show. The whole show. show's become a corner. You're giving uh, me so much airtime now. I know. It's sickening. <laughs> I want to go back to corner. Just one corner. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we're growing. We are growing. And I think this new studio we're going to be in won't make one bit of difference because nobody cares. They're just going to hear us no matter what. They don't know where we're broadcasting from. But what will make a difference is you spreading the word. And you start. I, I taught I taught Corey something today. Uh-oh. I taught him how to share our, the link to our um, podcast on the podcast app. So he's going to be able to do that. Facebook, not on Twitter, of course, because he refuses to get with the program. <laughs> um, but so anyway, so on Twitter, of course, you can follow us at Tennis Rev Pod. Uh, you'll get some random tweets like, I just mentioned if he f- stumbles through and doesn't actually send you nude pics of himself on accident. Um, you never know. You never know. I don't want the uh, numbers to go up that much. <laughs> uh, I do. What? <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, so follow us uh, at Tennis Rev Pod. And then on Instagram, we did, and we're back to 115. I don't know what, I, I just I don't <laughs> understand. Um, so 115, we're back up to our all time high on um, Instagram at tennis revolution pod on instagram and uh, follow us there for no reason whatsoever uh it's kind of fun maybe one day maybe one day we'll put something out i just don't know all right so week two week one in the books week two to come we're gonna watch and have fun and hopefully everything will turn out the way we want some you know tennis is is good again two americans winning coco and query Oh, not the whole thing. Just oh yeah, no, the whole thing. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna make a ten dollar bet and win a million. <laughs> Ooh, Those two yeah. win. So that's not happening. No, neither of the things you betting <laughs> uh, nor whatever. So right, or either of them winning, uh, or either. Of them, I, I don't think so. Anyway, so oh, I mean, queries. Yeah. We are rooting for Coco. Let me just clarify. I would love for her to win. Oh, and, the whole thing. Right. And Tennessee. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, his Americanism doesn't trump his uh, no no pun intended trump his uh, racial views. <laughs> no, no, I don't care. Again, once again, I don't care unless they're murdering children. I don't care what they think. Right. Polit- I don't know any of them. Yeah, all I care about is their tennis, and I don't mean that. No <laughs> pun intended there. Either. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't care about any of it. And so. tennis with him isn't exciting. Either of them. True. But so, one of them's got to win. We'll have a quarterfinalist no the, matter what. The, the best thing about Tennis Singer winning is when he takes shots of himself at himself <laughs> for being, you know, nobody thinking he can win, including himself. Yeah. So the, that, that's all. Any, any level of self-awareness in this game, I love. Yes. Sorely, sorely lacking this day and age of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is it. And until next time. Thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. You had your chance, Janina. You,